to experience an unpleasant truth. America must choose to build a future or obsess about the past to be a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Use your aggressive feeling. Embrace anger, chaos, and truth, but in the shadow of lies. Let the hate flow through you. Together we can choose a different path. Together, we can rule the galaxy. Our nation of fear, division, and of darkness. Break me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. Embrace anger, thrive on chaos, but in the shadow of lies. So this is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause. Across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth, excellence, and optimism for America. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted, as always, in this hour to welcome and thank those of you who've downloaded the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. More than a million of you. I'm not so sure I can tell you what that feels like because it's just stunning. But thank you for being a part of our family, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. If you could like us, maybe follow us and share us and give us a five-star review. We are ever, ever so appreciative as we try desperately to share with you the truth that we find. Look, there there was a man yesterday in New York City we played for you from the weekend who who lost his ever-loving mind listening to Jerry Nadler lie about the issue of uh, immigration and the complete transformation of our zip codes purposefully under this global compact of migration, etc., etc., this new liberal world nonsense. And these people taking their phones and saying what needs to be said. They're not coming to help you because they're the ones who want to destroy you. And if you are somebody who actually loves all of the things that they wrap themselves in, you know the stars and the stripes and the stupid pins on their dumb lapels in Congress, everybody except John Fetterman and his Carhartt hoodie. Thank God we can change the dress code so we can be even more mediocre on the world stage. Fantastic. People rising up and saying, nobody is coming to help you. Don't look for somebody else. This is on you. It is on me. It is on we the people. And here this morning, do you know why Phil got in touch with me? What are the chances that a guy from Lahaina is going to call me in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? How on earth did he find me? Well, he stumbled upon me because one of the few things that they can get broadcasting wise is Newsmax TV. And he happened to be watching. This is the only real national news they get. And he happened to see my show over the weekend where I laid out all sorts of coincidences about these fires that aren't coincidental at all to somebody paying attention. It is a land grab, and they don't give a rat's rip who gets killed, 
maimed, who loses their ancestral land, they care about nothing. Joe Biden doesn't care about East Palestine. He doesn't care about Florida when they get clobbered by storms. He sure as hell doesn't care about Maui. But his son's lawyers are, are filing a lawsuit against whistleblowers for telling the truth about fraud and deception and, and bribery and, and uh, all of it? Really? You don't think that this world we're in is totally upside down by design? And if you don't think your media is enemy number one, I got something to say about that. Because they are. Telling the truth is not complicated. Unless you've got something to hide. Unless you're part of the problem. Unless you are part of the bribery, blackmail scheme, which the entirety of politics is predicated upon. And child sex trafficking. Period. Full stop. Not even up for debate. I'm not so sure three months ago I would have said that. Today I have no doubt whatsoever. Ever. And so what are they going to tell you as folks in Hawaii scramble to get scraps as they're receiving electric bills from the company whose negligence at a minimum contributed to one of the most horrific disasters in American history. They're getting bills for service. For homes that are gone. That is your government. What are we paying for? What are you paying your taxes for, ladies and gentlemen? To whom is your hardworking money going? Because it's not to your family. It's not to the betterment of your children. It's not to save for tomorrow. It's not to improve your life. It is to pad the pockets of people who suck and people who have sucked for far too freaking long. Enough. I want an itemized bill. Hey, IRS and all of your 87,000 loser agents that you had to hire to come after us. Bring it. You will not get one freaking red cent from me. And by the way, every television network out there, breaking news, Vladimir Zelensky's just landed. I don't care. Because he's probably as corrupt as all of you guys. Let's fly over there and shake his hand. What a hero. What a great guy. How are the people of Ukraine suffering? Oh, they're suffering. Because Zelensky is selling off their farmland. Guess who's buying it? Vanguard? BlackRock? Oh, those? It's disgusting. It's despicable. It's obvious. And they think you're so stupid. Actually, they don't even care. They will lie to your face. They will cheat on camera. And then when caught, they'll call you. A conspiracy theorist. This is what you get. This is what I get. For being asleep at the wheel.
So here we are, punished in a different way than the Hawaiian people are. They're trying to tell us, of course, that everything's great. As gas prices tick back up, highest in the year, how high will they go? It's a fun way to squeeze you, isn't it? A fun way to shut you down. Well, maybe if you drove an electric car, you wouldn't be so beholden to the prices at the pump. Really? Some news from the Heritage Foundation. The average American worker last month paid an inflation tax of 13.5%. That's like paying a second income tax. They're going to tell you, oh, but wages are up. Wages are up. Really? No, they're not. Because when the price of goods and services skyrockets higher than pay raises do, I'm going to go with this. You're getting screwed. But don't pay attention to that. Because somewhere, some transgender person's got their feelings hurt. Because somewhere out there, someone said something that was discriminatory. Feelings versus facts. If today's bloated federal budget is the new normal, I want you to consider this. Then so is the, the current 3% annual increase in prices that helps pay for all of it. How's that, how's that working on your bottom line, friends? You guys doing well? Of course, the White House says workers are, are better off because of Bidenomics. But the data from as recent as June tells us this, that the average hourly earnings... We take all of us, mush us together, and divide by the number of people. Our average hourly wage is about 33 and a half bucks. It's a healthy 12 and a half, 12.2% higher than two and a half years ago. But during that same time, prices have risen even faster so that the average hourly wage now can only buy what costs $29 when Joe Biden took office. You do that on a bigger scale with all of your expenses, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a reason why you're broke. I've got some audio sound bites to play for you. I want to play this one. CNN begrudgingly having to say, oh, no, gas prices are on the tick up again. You're going to hear this this uh, talking head, this chick. She's going to say, oh, you can hear it in her voice. He's kind of bummed that she's got to tell you this. Right. I'm used to carrying the administration's water, but I got to talk to you about this. Go. Another frustrating reality check for inflation weary Americans. Gas prices on the rise again hitting their highest levels of the year. This is according to AAA that the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded is now 3.88. Last year it was 20 cents cheaper. We have CNN reporter Matt Egan with more details on all of this. I thought we got a break after Labor Day, Matt. Normally we do, Brianna. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case this year. 388 a gallon, it's not just the highest level of the entire year. We're actually a full 30 cents above the price on Memorial Day when the summer driving season officially kicked off. You can see that on this chart. It's been trending the wrong direction. Mm, trending the wrong direction. Wow, I thought we were going to get a break. Well, we're not because we're paying 20 cents more than this time last year. Janet Yellen, though, thank God, on CNBC says, you know what, uh, this is is really a top Biden administration priority. This is it's going to make you feel much better. Go. Um, I'm pleased by what I see in the economy. I, I think we're achieving 
lower inflation, which is, of course, very important to households and a tremendously important objective. Oh, yeah, we're doing great. She's real happy. This is we're accomplishing our goal because this is the goal. The same way it's the goal in Lahaina to get the people to leave, get out so we can develop it the way we want. Get out, ladies and gentlemen. There's a whole new group of people ready to take over, and they work for a lot less money than you do. Do not doubt me. More economic BS. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. No, 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 you've got it all wrong. Things are great. The economy is is buzzing along perfect. This is exactly what we were hoping for. They're telling you what they're trying to do. They're telling you they want you to lose everything. They don't want you to drive a car. They don't want you to own a house. They don't want you to be able to travel on a plane. They don't want your kids to go to school. They want to control every daggone thing that you do. And they tell you it. This is working out according to plan. Why do you think the the Biden-Harris re-election thing is, let's finish the job? Because the job is destruction. It is the proverbial inferno that happened in Lahaina to the mainland. All of us, maybe without the flames, but with similar destruction. Here's Hakeem Jeffries. Thank God he's here to tell us that they're actually, they care so much about you. Democrats, my goodness, you just don't know how much they care about you. Go. You know, we have a vision to put people over politics. That's what we should be doing That's why we were sent to Washington, D.C., not to make an ideological point, but to make a difference. And we're going to continue to focus on making life more affordable for everyday Americans, lowering costs, better paying jobs, safer communities, defending democracy, fighting for reproductive freedom, and, of course, building an economy that works for everyday Americans. Wow. You know what? If this was a drinking game and you had to take a sip, not even a gulp. I'd be hammered. Not even a gulp or, you know, like a shot. If you just had to take a sip every time I play a lie that these idiots say to you, we'd be on our way. Right? Well, we're about people over politics. We're about results. What kind of results, Hakeem? Exactly. These are the results they want. Their own enrichment, you get screwed. Thank God we got Janet Yellen to pepper back in. We're going to do a little give and go with them, right? Hakeem and Janet. Hakeem and Janet. Here's Janet Yellen Yellen lying on CNBC one more time. And she drops the quiet part out loud, though. It's not about money. It's not about you living the best life possible, right? They have their own agenda, of course. You know what it is, right? We're focused on climate change and the impact, the adverse impact that's having on developing countries, on emerging markets. Um, it interacts with um, scarcity of food. Um, and we're focused on greatly expanding the amount of um, aid and private investment that we can channel uh, into emerging markets in developing countries around the world. But Brock's on the floor. I saw you take four drinks uh, in that 30 seconds that Janet Yellen was speaking. Not complicated. She lies every yep. seven seconds. Every single time. You know, I should I should tell the, the Treasury Secretary that, you know, CNN's own polling says that 76% of Americans say Joe Biden and the administration's policies, Barack Obama's policies, of course have made things in America much worse. 
Duh. That's the point. They celebrate that point. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, let's let's go ping pong back to him and hear him carry Joe Biden's water a little bit more. Let's go. I think what's more important is that President Joe Biden continues to lead us forward uh, to focus on the things that matter, to build an economy that works for everyday Americans that's built from the middle out and the bottom up uh, and to lean in to creating a situation where every single American in every single zip code can truly experience the American dream. Are you guys doing that? You guys all squirreling away money for that house? Your kids who are my kids age, my oldest kids, 23, 21, maybe thinking about home ownership somewhere down the line. You guys are all getting in on that American dream, uh, considering that the monthly mortgage payment is near a record high. Hakeem, are you aware of that? Of course you are, you feckless hack. And let's not end, of course, with anybody other than Janet Yellen, because she's going to tell you the biggest lie. And this is the one that's going to put you on the floor. Here you go. Look, we still have a good, healthy labor market. Consumer spending remains quite robust. We've seen strong industrial production. Um, I don't see any signs that uh, the economy is um, at risk of a downturn. And this is the best of all worlds to see. It's the best of all worlds. Janet Yellen, bacon's $11 a pound in my neighborhood. This is the best of both worlds. She went up to herself. She lied every five seconds on that one. See, it's the best of both worlds. We get to screw you, bankrupt you, ruin your life. Get your kids talking about trans stuff that doesn't matter, right? And we're just going to rape you blind economically. Fantastic. Hey, where's the new virus? Can't wait for that. I'm sorry, guys. I'm fussy. Not sorry. More next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. You know, I found it interesting with Donald Trump's sit down with Kristen Welker from NBC News, how they were talking about fraud, election fraud specifically. And anybody who believes anybody else who says it is the most, it is the best, it is the safest, it was the fill in the blank and believes it is a fool. You're just a downright Fool. The question I have is, for how long have elections been corrupt? Since the very beginning? Possibly. I I question everything now. Everything's on the table. You cannot have 60 different lawsuits shut down as President Trump has had and have judges in scores of cases say, la, 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 I'm not hearing you. We will not hear this case. Because the judge is either in the pocket of the people who are corrupt and who are stealing our votes, or the judge is a wuss who doesn't have the freaking moral fiber and backbone to stand up and to face the doxing, the criticism, the threats, and all of it. If you're not ready to do the right thing after law school, after clerking for a judge, after doing what you have to do to be on the bench, it's time to pack up and split. Is it possible that the small, relatively unknown community of Bridgeport, Connecticut could blow what we all know 
is rampant election fraud out of the water? I say yes. So they had a mayoral primary. This is such a whack story, I got to tell you. You've got a, uh, you can't even make it up. You have, a jo- you have a mayor named Joe Gannon. He was first elected back in 1991, mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut. He was in office for 12 years. He then quit when he was caught accepting bribes and kickbacks. He was convicted of racketeering, extortion, and other crimes. He went to prison for seven freaking years, right? And then comes back and somehow wins re-election. Now, either the people of Bridgeport, Connecticut are stupid or they got conned because this dude's been in office and he's running for his seventh term. So there was the primary last week, right? And he, in the 11th hour, it was this amazing thing. Tell me if you, if this seems even vaguely familiar to you, all right? I'm going to read you the story. This is from ctpublic.org. So connecticutpublic.org. A Bridgeport mayoral candidate who was defeated in the city's Democratic primary election says he has obtained video evidence showing tampering with absentee ballots. The city's police department confirmed Saturday it is investigating, quote, possible misconduct. I'm going to tell you blatant fraud, ballot stuffing of a ballot drop box outside the city government headquarters, which is crawling with security cameras. They're not investigating possible misconduct. That's the nice way of saying it, right? In connection with the video, which surfaced on social media one day earlier. Now, the clip purports to show, doesn't purport to show crap. It shows this woman. Her name is Wanda Pataki. She's a City Hall employee. Repeatedly making trips. Not one, not two, three trips. Some at five in the morning. To this ballot drop box outside of her employment where there's a camera looking down and she's looking over her shoulder. She's like, is anybody looking at me? Do you guys know that there there are actual criminal penalties for election fraud and not some of the namby-pamby garbage they were threatening Ken Paxton for doing nothing because they don't like conservatives? Actual five years in prison, thousands of dollars in fines. Yes. So... (laughs) The clip purports to show surveillance video of a woman placing what appears to be paper. Come on, man. This is the PBS station reporting, so take it for what it's worth. Inside a ballot box on the morning of September 5th, one week before the primary contest between challenger John Gomes and incumbent mayor Joe Gannam. In a message posted online, Combs claims the video proves, quote, that the mayoral election was unequivocally stolen through corruption within City Hall by tampering with absentee ballots. Here's the part that's going to seem vaguely familiar to all of you conspiracy theorist election deniers. Absentee ballots helped to propel Ganem, the felon who served seven years for racketeering bribes and being a scum, Right propelled him to victory in the election, which was decided by fewer than 300 votes. It's almost like you went to bed and 
like the guy that you voted for was up. And then when you woke up, there was this weird switcheroozy. And all of a sudden, your guy lost by a handful of votes. And they were like, ah, those mail-in ballots, holy cow, did those help us. But he lost the race after more than 2,300 absentee ballots were added to the vote tally by the end of the evening. Now, instead of investigating this Wanda Pataki lady who was stuffing papers into the ballot box, I'm going to go with those were ballots, right? I'm just going to like roll the dice on this. Instead of investigating this woman, who, by the way, Brock, does isn't she under investigation for other stuff? Isn't she under? Yes, she is. Fantastic. Since Federal two, investigation. Since 2019. Still gainfully employed, being a scumbag for Bridgeport. Great job there, Connecticut. Instead of investigating this woman, instead of investigating what happened, the police are launching an internal investigation into how the video was obtained. Don't mind that we saw fraud in action. We're going to go after the person who, who put it out there on social media, which tells you your local police is complicit. They suck just as much. So Gomes apparently is going to be on the, the ballot anyway as an independent, but he and his team are like, hell no. We have proof. And in fact, this is what fighting back, pushing back sounds like. I have a series of audio sound bites for you. If anybody out there still believes in our election, perhaps this spotlight on Bridgeport, Connecticut will open your eyes as an unprecedented absentee ballot drop in Bridgeport. 4,000 of them swings the uh, primary to the felon, right? who's been in office now running for his seventh term. The woman you're about to hear is a member of uh, John Gomes' election team, and she's going to say something very similar. Sean Parnell experienced this here in Pennsylvania. Uh, how many other people noticed? Donald, Donald Trump, of course, noticed these things. What, what Carrie Lake. How many others were up, and then all of a sudden, when the absentee ballots were counted, wah, wah, here's audio soundbite one. On primary night, our campaign was victorious at the polls, with a stand of 470 votes based on incoming results. However, as absentee ballots were being tabulated, our lead dramatically eroded, ultimately resulting in a 2-1 loss margin with an ultimate election difference of 251 votes. Such a drastic shift in results raised red flags as they've had in the past. Well, there's one thing, raise red flags. I'm going to go with, yeah, that's a little weird. You can try to put a lid on it. You can try to not cover it. You can try to bury it. You can put lipstick on that pig all you want. But it's sort of like when you have more people voting than there are voters who are registered to vote, I'm going to go with what? And then when all of a sudden your voter rolls shift, people are added right before the election, and then all of a sudden, poof, they disappear. Oh, that was a coding error. <laughs> we had some weird glitch back at the office. I'm sure it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. And this young lady representing the Gomes com uh, campaign is going to drop the new video evidence. The video evidence, of course, that the police aren't interested in what it shows. They just want to know, golly, who showed it? Who shared it? We're going to get that person. Audio soundbite two. Today we are holding this press conference because we have gathered evidence 
indicating voter suppression and absentee ballot fraud. Multiple complaints have been filed with the State Election Enforcement Commission, including the most recent and irrefutable piece of evidence, an incriminating video for City Hall security footage showing Wanda Jita Paskey, the Vice Chair of the Bridgeport Democratic Town Committee, the District Leader of the 136, and a City, and a city Employee of Bridgeport, depositing absentee ballots at 999 Broad Street. Ms. Jita Paskey's involvement in this election is deeply concerning. She has been named in various complaints across many districts related to harassment, bullying, promises of Section 8, rent rebate, groceries, just to name a few. A few. She was recommended by the State Election Enforcement Commission to the state's attorney's office for criminal investigation in reference to the charges regarding alleged misuse of absentee ballots in the 2019 primary election. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not only did a convicted felon who served seven years get re-elected the mayor of Bridgeport, Connecticut, the woman who's his like right-hand man at City Hall has gone into these Section 8 developments and told the residents inside, give me your ballot, allow me to vote on your behalf, and I'll cut your Section 8 rent. I'll give you free groceries or gift cards. Are you out of your mind? That's called voter intimidation. That is unlawful. Audio soundbite number three. This is exactly correct. And isn't it odd? It's not Democrat on Republican. This is Democrat on Democrat election fraud. And it still sucks. Go. Given her position and actions, there are legitimate questions regarding the integrity of the Democratic Town Committee. Moreover, her current alignment to the Ghanem administration raises concerns about their knowledge and involvement in these alleged fraudulent activities. Our campaign believes that the integrity of our democratic process must be upheld, and we are deeply troubled by what appears to be voter suppression and absentee ballot fraud. We call upon the State Election Enforcement Commission to conduct a swift and comprehensive investigation into these allegations. And we have filed a lawsuit so that that happens. And we want a restraining order against any more mail-in ballots. Go, number four. Based on the compelling evidence at hand, the numerous complaints received, and the concerning personal interests involved, we are left with no choice but to seek legal remedies. Therefore, we will be petitioning the court to file an injunction against the primary election results which have yet to be certified by the Secretary of State. This step is essential to prevent potential tainted results from being finalized. Furthermore, to prevent further abuse of absentee ballot system, we'll be seeking a restraining order against the distribution of any additional absentee ballot applications from the town clerk's office. Yes. It is imperative that the upcoming election process remains untainted and free from undue influence. A.K.A. vote in person. Democrat on Democrat here. See, are you are you allowed to say that as a Democrat? Are you allowed to step forward and say, wait a minute. You guys cheated in 2020 at the very minimum. And now you want to cheat here again? Is that how it's going to go? Try us. Very exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Will Bridgeport, Connecticut open the eyes of others it was the safest, most secure election ever. I'm not holding my breath.
More to come next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So this ridiculous case of in plain sight, caught on video, a City Hall employee stuffing mail-in ballots into a drop box at the city government headquarters, right? Not once, not twice, not even three times because the video shows her escorting a dude out to drop a bunch of ballots into that box as well. And then you've got this race. They go to bed. The challenger to the incumbent felon mayor goes to bed thinking he's up by 251 votes. But when they wake up, oh my goodness, it's so it's so weird. We had this weird onslaught of 2,300 mail-in ballots. And, you know, I'm sure 100% of them went to the, to the felon in charge because that makes sense. Because that's what happened with Joe Biden. 100% of specific mail-in ballots in Arizona. 100% in Georgia. That's so weird, isn't it? It's, it's almost like it's so obvious And yet the law enforcement officials, if you can even call them that, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, who are clearly in on the take, are more annoyed that somebody leaked that security video showing the drop than they are figuring out what the hell actually happened on election night because they're all in on it. This is why John Guandolo says it changes at the local level. You carve these people out at the local level. And that is exactly what John Gomes is trying to do as he's challenging this primary. Godspeed, sir. I hope you are successful. Could be dangerous. And that is a sickening thing to say in the United States of America. RFK Jr. I'm fascinated by how he doesn't have Secret Service detail. You're supposed to have Secret Service detail. He's the number two candidate. On the Democratic side, number two gets 20 percent, right? Biden denies him Secret Service protection, denies sitting down with him and debating. We know why. But you got to hear this audio soundbite. They need us fighting with each other so that they can do what they're doing. Rob us blind, take our tax money. And gobble up all the rich farmland in Ukraine, which is among the most fertile farmland on planet Earth. He says, if you don't believe him, do. Go. We signed a contract with them that compels Ukraine to do certain things. And one of those things is to sell most of its assets for cash, including its farmland. Now, Ukraine has the best farmland in, America, in the world. It, it, for, for a thousand years, there have been wars fought over that farmland. It is the breadbasket of Europe. And it, you know, people say about Ukraine, about the soil, that if you throw a boot, an old boot, on the ground in Ukraine, something that will grow from it that you could eat. Because <laughs> it's so rich and fertile. And everybody for many, many centuries has been trying to get their hands on it. Well, guess what? Now they're being forced to sell it. The small farmers are being forced to give up their land. The government is giving up its. They've already put on the auction block 28%. Who do you think the biggest buyer is of that land? 
exactly. BlackRock. So, you know, why are we in this war? We know who's making the money from this war. They're doing it right in front of us. And what they do is, the strategy that allows them to get away with it is they keep us all at, each, at our, our throat, each other's throats. So they turn. They, they turn blacks against whites and Hispanics and Republicans against Democrats and rural people against urban people. And you know, when, they, when the rulers in the castle, the king and queen, look over the castle wall, the top, and see all of their subjects fighting, they go back to the dining room and they open champagne and they toast each other. Because as long as we're all fighting each other, we can't see what they're doing. And it's, there, it's like somebody who's jangling keys over here and saying, look at these keys, look at the trans issue. We gotta be tougher on trans, we gotta be tougher on pregnant women, we gotta be tougher on Mexico. All of these things that they're gonna do. And then over here, they're robbing the bank and nobody's watching them. And, but I, I have my eye on them. And when I get into that office, it's gonna be, the, the, the payday is gonna be over for BlackRock State Street and Vanguard. They want our land. They want Ukraine's land. They want the Dutch farmer's land. They want to gobble it all up so they control you, the food supply, the property, and all of it. To put you in a little small box, take away your car, take away your rights, take away your freedom, and give you some scraps and say, by golly, welcome to that new America. How do you like this new global world liberal order? Isn't it something? Joe Biden, let's finish the job. Don't doubt me. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program is on track here. How about flight attendants? They're ready to strike too. Wait, what? What is that going to mean for us? Coming up next. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 